everybody, welcome to episode 35 of Redstone Weekly. Today, I, of course, cover the latest news, read all questions, and finally read the story of Entity 303. This is a very requested topic, so let's go ahead and start with the news. So to start with, Mojang has been doing a series of Minecraft Marketplace advertisements. It's called Start a New Story. So they had a main article about it. That's where they showed the new content bundles, the Skyblock one and the Dragons one. But now they're doing articles on a bunch of maps. So starting with Advanced Dragons 2 by Pixelblist or Pixelbister or Beister or something. So it is a map where you can hatch, raise, and tame your own dragons. And you can venture in the dungeons to fight orcs. But the way you do it, you need to trade for dragon eggs. But this app is all about combat, so you need to fight to gain materials to trade for dragon eggs. So you fight goblins and other fantasy creatures like that in order to get items, can trade those items to get a dragon egg. And then there's different types of dragons like unicorn dragons, light dragons, air dragons, stuff like that. And the map is available in the marketplace for 1,690 mine coins. So kind of hefty, but if you want to get it, then you can. It's got some cool fantasy creatures. I won't be getting it, but if you think you'd like that, go ahead and get it. It's 1,690 mine coins. Next, we have starting new story parkour, which is talking about the parkour spiral three. So there was parkour spiral, parkour spiral two, and parkour spiral three. So it is a gigantic tower with, it's a, literally a parkour spiral. So there's different areas, there's a crop field, building there's a nether area tons of stuff and so there's actually a little lily pad training area in the beginning of it but there are tons of different areas probably a desert uh, plenty of nether areas at the top you well you finish the spiral and you win and this map is available way cheaper 490 mine coins there's 10 easter eggs to find as well and there's a ranking system and it's more than double the size of the first parkour spiral so that is available for 490 mine coins so yeah if you want that, you can go ahead and get it. Now let's get on to the real news. Minecraft Java Edition Snapshot 22W3A and Minecraft Beta and Preview 1.19.60.27. So let's start with the snapshot. Actually, let's start with the preview since it's not as big. As usual, these betas, previews, and snapshots are experimental, so be sure to not convert your main world to it. And if you do decide to do that, first make a backup of your world because this may break your world. That's just how these new maps always are. So features and bug fixes. Gameplay, they fixed a bug where where enemies from spell run or spell rune by game mode one didn't perform any melee attacks. This also fixed a bug which was present in older worlds which caused ravagers to not attack. Fixed a bug that could cause players to fall through the world after using end gateways. Uh, entities were, uh, were disappearing when going through and gateways, so, so that has been fixed. Um, performance and stability fixed a crash that could occur when sending in entities through end gateways. Uh, so there's a lot of end gateway fixes. Fixed an issue that occurred when trying to place items into a container output slot. Fixed a bug that prevented capes from appearing correctly on classic skins. And fixed a bug where players sometimes can only see a black screen after switching back to the game from running other applications on iOS. And now let's get on to the snapshot because any of you Java players out there at least I have been waiting for a snapshot for Java Edition. Unfortunately, no new features, even though they did, Mojang did in their latest 
in one of their newer vi- in one of their newer videos, they did share a little and they're uh, making the Minecraft mobs meet the camel video, uh, Dead Diary. They said two things. One, there's actually an Easter egg with the camel's ears, and nobody's figured it out yet. So uh, if you figure that out. Let them know. And then there's also, um, they said that there's some new features for 1.20 that are coming soon-ish in the snapshot. So we don't get, we haven't seen any of those features yet, but uh, there's still some changes. Uh, 23W3A. So changes. Vexes now use a separate charging animation when empty-handed, and armor stands now preserve custom names when placed and broken, which is useful if you're naming an armor stand. If you break it, then if you place it back, it'll maintain the custom name. If you're like in survival and you don't have a stack, of, an endless stack of uh, named armor stands. Accessibility. Added an accessibility onboarding screen for players launching the game for the first time. Added arrow key navigation. The resource pack screen is now keyboard navigatable. Auto jump is now off by default. Added a new notification display time accessibility. Changes how long notifications such as unlocked recipes, advancements, subtitles, and selected item names are visible for. Um, Arrow key navigation. Menu screens can now be navigated using the arrow keys. When navigating with arrow keys, sliders need to be activated by pressing enter or space to start changing the value. Technical changes. The data pack version is now 11. I'm not going to read all of these, but some of them include clients now reset their secure chat session state when receiving the login packet, packet bundles, added new delimiter packet to client-bound game protocol, block behavior, fire burns out faster in, in certain biomes, and that is now, and this is now controlled by the increased fire burnout biome tag. Mob spawning, the only underscore uh, allows underscore snow underscore and underscore gold underscore rabbits biome tag has been renamed to spawns underscore gold underscore rabbits. And the white rabbit variants are now controlled by the spawns underscore white underscore rabbits biome tab. And fox variants are now controlled by these spawns underscore snow underscore foxes biome tag. Mob behavior, uh, snow golems melt, melting in warm biomes is now controlled by the snow golem or snow underscore golem underscore melts biome tag. Lots of other things, I'm not gonna read them all. And then in the, there's a new game rule, command modification block limit, controlling the maximum amount of blocks changed in one execution of clone, fill, and fill biome. And then we have some, uh, and then we have one change to no block interaction with experimental features. Mob heads can now be placed on top of no blocks without sneaking. There's a bunch of fixed bugs, I'm not gonna read them all, but some include Guardian Beam does not render, when over a certain time in level.dat, that's been fixed. The spread players command doesn't spread entities in the specified dimension, that's been fixed. Skeleton slash zombie horses and donkey slash mules settles and chests are outdated or have errors. Uh, that's been fixed. The spectate command does not work between dimensions. That's also been fixed. Lots of other ones. And you can get the snapshot as usual just by opening up the, the Minecraft launcher and enabling snapshots in the installations tab. And these are, uh, these are testing versions so they can corrupt worlds. So please back up your world or just create a different world or run them in a different folder from your main worlds. So yeah, that's all the news we have. Now let's get on to the story of Entity 303. Okay, so this is the story of Entity 303. As usual, if you think that you might be scared of this, do not listen to this. This one's much more scarier. I actually went through and edited out a lot of it so if you think that you might be scared of it then the link uh you might not want to go to the actual page as that has the full thing where i just where i cropped out a lot of it but let's go ahead and carry on with it entity 303 nicknamed 303 is a creepypasta commonly said to be the new hero brian according to the pasta 
A former Mojang employee was fired by Notch, the creator of Minecraft. Now, he wants to revenge on Mojang and Minecraft players alike. Entity 33 is said to be not just the former employee, but a whole team of hackers going by usernames like 303mojang.com303 and Entity.303. If you have any files on your computer named anything with 303, then it could be 303's hackers. 303 can also hack into players' worlds and corrupt them. One out of 40 players are affected by 303 and his team. Hero Brian actually came to warn us about 303 by showing what he would do. 303 plans to ruin Minecraft at the end of 2014 or 15. Signs have been seen in worlds hacked by 303 saying help in Swedish. This means Hero Brian needs your help to defeat 303. If he is not defeated soon, Minecraft will be in his control. Note that the first 303 sighting happened on December 10th, 2013. The events of that encounter are not known. First encounter. By the way, all of this, as usual, is Minecraft creepypasta. It's not real. So you have nothing to worry about. The following is an email from Frankie, the first person to encounter 303 that was supposed to go to speed. The first person to ever speak out about 303. Frankie's email has since been deleted. Date email sent, December 11th, 2013. Subject, Entity 303 Information. Message, Hi Speed, my name is Frankie. I'm a huge fan of Minecraft and I've been playing for about two years now. Every day after school, me and my friend John would always play Minecraft on his private server. He was a bit of a noob at Minecraft, but since he was pretty rich, he decided to buy a private server so we could play multiplayer survival, along with my friends Vincent and Braddy. One day, we were all in a group Skype chat and we were working on a huge survival city that we were in the process of building for at least eight months. We were really proud of how it turned out. It was located in a desert, so we appropriately named our city Dry Bones. All of a sudden, when we went to grab supplies to finish the hotel that we were working on, John noticed something strange in the chat. The only plugins we had on the servers were Essentials, so like Essentials X, along with some plugin that Brady found called Social Spy. Thanks to Social Spy, it seemed like that someone named player.number colon 303 used the command slash stop. As soon as John saw that a so-called non-existent player had tried to shut down the server, he immediately thought it was a hacker. At first, I thought it was just a bug or something and that he was being paranoid, but I reminded myself that this was a private server. I set up the plugins for him and such, and I kept the server whitelisted since he didn't know how. There was no way anyone could join except us. I checked the server control panel, and it showed that we were the only ones on the server. I was getting a bit confused. We just all decided just to ignore it and continue with our, on with our survival. It's about 20 minutes in, and I'm walking with Vincent to the nearest forest to grab wood, which wasn't very near at all. Well, all of a sudden, we see a white figure in the distance of the desert. It appeared to be in the model of some type of ghostly figure, with what I could barely make out as red eyes. I quickly took a screenshot and ran after it. For some reason, Vincent's player just stood still. I assume it's just lag, but he's not even speaking on the Skype call. I check Skype and ask if he's still online. No answer. He's not even on the Skype call. By now, Brady is just ignoring us and concentrating on the hotel, and John is freaking out. I open up Minecraft again to see that the white figure disappeared, and Vincent disconnected from the server. I try calling him on my phone, but no answer. It just goes straight to voicemail. I tried texting him, but the texts don't deliver. John's getting worried, and Braddy isn't even listening to us. He's not aware of the situation at all. I finally get his attention, and he finally realizes how peculiar the problem is. He teleports to me and helps me search for the white figure. Now John's crying, thinking that the hacker killed Vincent or something. Suddenly, my screen started glitching. It's not normal for Minecraft to bug out like that. It looked like it was corrupted or something. If that's not bad enough, the chat started start spamming objects successfully summoned by player.number colon 303. I look at the Skype chat and realize that someone had joined the cult. It does not have a username, nor did we get 
any notification of someone be getting added to the call. John's just watching this all happen. His voice is shaking, and honestly, I was starting to get a little freaked out myself. Brady seemed to leave the call and disconnect from the server, possibly out of boredom. I'm trying to calm John down, but he simply repeats, I can't take this. This is too much for me. The anonymous Skype caller finally puts a face cam on. It's too dark to see anything. John gets overwhelmed and leaves the call and server. I don't blame him. It's just me and this anonymous player. I ask if there's anyone there. I hear a faint voice saying something like, make a wish. It was faint, yet it sounded like a voice changer. I decided to switch on Minecraft to see if the player's still there. The chat spans with file overload in red text, along with make a wish in gray text. I suddenly get poisoned with a potion of blindness. I then lose my ability to move. I can't even turn off my computer or exit out of Minecraft. The player then runs up to me, seems to have a ghostly skin on with red eyes and a white parka. The chat then says one more thing. Make a wish and say goodbye to your friends. The sky call drops and somehow exits out by itself. And the player runs up to me and hits me. For some reason, it makes that oof noise that used to exist in beta and earlier. My computer then shuts off. I tried turning it on. I tried to turn it on, but to no avail. Try using my phone, but the internet is down. I wait about three hours before turning on my computer. The desktop wallpaper was changed to green coding, probably hex. I then realized that it, literally everything except the recycling bin was deleted from my PC. I turn off my computer and use my laptop. I try calling John, but he doesn't answer. The same goes with Braddy and Vincent. I decided to just go to bed and go to school next day to speak with John and the others the next day. I go to school the next morning, and Braddy is the only one to show up. He asks. He says that Vincent and John's parents called his parents and asked if John or Vincent are at his house. Apparently, they went missing. There was no sign of them, so I decided to ditch school and walk to John's house to see if he's there. I see his mom on the steps, and she hands me a piece of paper that she claimed to have been left on John's computer table. It's blank, but when I checked out the back of the paper, written on the corner in very small text was that familiar phrase, make a wish. Shocked. I leave to go check on Vincent. His dad's car is in the driveway, but no one is home, not even his dad. I sneak into the house, and what do I see in the bathroom? Written on the mirror in red marker are the words, make a wish. That was when I realized that these weren't just coincidences. This was a serious issue. Not just some hacker, but someone who's causing his victims to so-called disappear. You get this email speed, and if you ever encounter 303 again, I want you to quickly close out of your Minecraft and shut down your computer. I don't want you to end up like Vincent or John. Please be careful. If I get more information, I'll contact you immediately. Good luck. And then there's a picture of Entity 303, which I will put on my Flickr. Second encounter, December 13th, 2013. I was playing with some friends on Xbox 360, playing Minecraft, and we were in creative mode building a big city. The world was also in peaceful mode. We were all having a good time until someone's house started burning. Now, of course, we had all heard of griefers, but in fact, we were blaming everyone. In fact, another house started burning as well. We blamed the host using his host privileges. However, we were wrong. We all decided to investigate what was really going on. We all went into went to a house together, including the host, only to see the most scariest thing happen. We looked through the windows to see TNT go off by itself somewhere in the distance. We were all starting to get scared. We'd only get even more scared. We then began to look around houses, and most of them were on fire. There was nothing that could set these houses on fire, and fire spread was off. So was TNT. I tried to believe the host that TNT and fire did not work. Once more, stuff started happening when we were all together, including the host. No one was missing in the house. I counted heads and we were all together, but stuff was happening and we couldn't explain it. To my surprise, we started finding signs and TNT go off going off again. It was too much. I plugged a cable into my Xbox and into my computer. 
I opened up a program used to read source codes that were going on. To my surprise, the codes described this entity as 303. My source codes soon started getting out of control. Weird 303 entity codes were showing up and I couldn't stop them. My computer was being overwhelmed with this. I tried to figure out who was calling it, but I just couldn't. Just 303 did this and that. Nothing else. Nothing. But not everything was caused by him. The host started to scare, trolling us to scare us as well. It wouldn't be a secret for long. The source codes told me everything that was happening, including what the players did, and me as well. But the source codes were done. They were surely done for it. And there's a picture of the 303 source codes. No matter how hard I tried, I couldn't figure out what was happening. But the source codes soon spelled out the words, make a wish. I thought this was the host, but then started blaming everyone again. But as you can see in the source codes, I highlighted everything that 303 did. Block 1241 is TNT. Item 3213 is flint and steel. Block 4 is wood. And also in the RAR of the world, I highlighted make a wish, as I said earlier. The list went on and on, completely busting my computer. But the one question remains, is this Herobrine? And there's a picture of two white figures. One is likely Herobrine. You cannot see it in this image. It is so low resolution. It is, how big is the image? 300 by 225, very low resolution image. Soon the host had to go to sleep and left the world. However, the source codes were still running, no idea why, and the world was off. Entity 303 was still controlling the world. I decided to exit my program and see if anyone had seen this mysterious entity on the Minecraft forums. There were a few people, some of them sent me pictures that they had taken, and only one PC player took a picture as he had seen it as well. He said he was playing with a friend on a private Hamachi server. As you can see, they encountered it as well. Yes, it has a texture pack, but he sent me the pack and there's no mob or block with a white skin. Soon, a mysterious profile on the forum started to chat with me. He only said a few words and then left the chat. Notch will think you are crazy when he sees this, by the way. You're next. I hurried and clicked it on his profile, but the page 404. Soon I received an inbox message from him and clicked reply. Asked him where Hirvine was, only to get back a scary reply. And there's a picture of the full email. I got this message. I replaced him. He has died. He is no longer with us, nor anyone else. I was using another website to reply to him for protection. On the forums, my account suddenly signed out. I tried to sign back in, only for the forums to tell me, your account has been deleted for the following reason. Stop. I couldn't believe it! I made another account and stopped researching and went to sleep as well. Conclusion! There's been many more sightings after this one. The first person who saw 303 has disappeared from the internet. He hasn't been heard since December 10th, 2013. The most recent encounter is when on July 7th, 2014, the second encounter person, uh, YouTube vSpeed179, was Skype texting with a friend. In the middle of the conversation, 303's team hacked his computer. If you see things in your Minecraft worlds like birch wood and oak trees, fire in the sky, random cobblestone where it is not supposed to be, upside down crosses, figures in the distance, or other suspicious occurrences, Entity 303 could be hacking your Minecraft. If you think you've been hacked, look through your, your whole computer and delete files with 303 in them. Remember, a lot more than 1 out of 40 people are affected by 303. There could be someone pretending to be Entity 303. If you see someone in your Minecraft with the username Entity 303, then just ignore the person. Be careful and stay safe. If you see anything weird in your worlds, post a comment showing the picture. Update, December 13th, 2013. Entity 303 said we have five weeks to train because World War will be in five weeks. Get ready, guys. He also said to look out of your window at night because you will see him eating children. They're disappearing, and the last thing they did was Minecraft. Also, the Vspeed 179's team discovered the Sulfur of Immunity. It is an IP address that protects you from 303. It's currently unknown how it works. If you haven't been affected by 303 yet, it will happen in five weeks. By the way, this was December 13th, 2013. 
It's not 2023. That was 10 years ago. I think we're fine. And teams. IT-303 cannot be beaten just by fighting alone, so some people have created teams. The team leader recruits members over the internet to fight IT-303. D-Speed 179's team is the first one. Speed's team has a special server called the Sulfur of Immunity, which protects you from 303. So, as I said, this is completely fake, and you have nothing to worry about because in five weeks, that was December 13th, 2013, all these micro creepypastas are fake. So... Yeah, that's the story of Entity 303. I hope you like it. Um, all this stuff is fake. Nothing to worry about. Uh, if you are nervous about it, there's nothing to worry about. But um, it is a it is an interesting story. Um, so yeah, there you go. That's the highly requested Entity 303 topic. Okay, so this is the Mob of the Day segment. If I sound a bit different, this is actually being recorded like a week afterwards because I completely forgot to record the segment as it's a new segment. So, the Mob today is the Axolotl or Oxolotl, depending on how you say it. So, the Oxolotl is a passive aquatic mob native to the Lush Cave biome that hunts most other aquatic mobs. They have 14 health points or 7 hearts. They are passive. Their classification is animal and aquatic. Their attack strength is two points or one heart inflicted on mobs they attack. Their hitbox size is around half a block tall and around three quarters of a block wide. Um, they spawn a lush case and they're, and you can use a water bucket, lead, and bucket of tropical fish on them. Spawning. Oxalotls spawn underwater in the lush case biome and when there's a clay block less than five blocks below the spawning space. Interesting, I did not know that they would spawn above clay blocks. Interesting. Colors, oxalotls can be one of the five colors, pink or loose stick, brown, gold, cyan, and blue. When breeding oxalotls, there is a one in 1200 chance or 0.083% chance of the offspring having the blue mutation, leaving one or 1199 out of 1200 or 99.917% chance of matching one of the parents including blue parents behavior oxalotls are passive towards players and can be attached to leads oxalotls give regeneration one for 100 games ticks or five seconds per oxalotl in the fight up to a duration of 2400 game ticks or two minutes job edition only and remove mining fatigue when a player kills a mob that is in combat with an oxalotl. That is amazing. I did not actually know that. That is super useful for raiding, because one of the biggest things about uh, ocean monuments is that they're super, is that the mining fatigue makes it ridiculously difficult to go through. But if uh, you have an oxalotl, then that helps. Also, fun fact, if you have TNT on top of sand, you light the TNT, break string that the sand is on top of, the TNT will fall into the sand and then fall. And if you have it above water, the TNT will still break blocks because it is inside the sand. Interesting little feature there. Oxalotls attack all aquatic mobs except turtles, dolphins, frogs, and other oxalotls. They also attack drown. An oxalotl deals two points or one heart of damage per attack. After killing a non-hostile mob, there's a two minute cooldown before another non-hostile mob can be hunted. Oxalotls prioritize attacking hostile mobs over non-hostile mobs. 
If an axolotl takes damage underwater, it may play dead, dropping to the ground for 200 game ticks, or 10 seconds, while gaining regeneration 1. Hostile aquatic mobs ignore healing odds. There is a 1 in 3 chance for an axolotl to play dead to recover 4 health points or 2 hearts. In addition, if either a random integer from 0 to 2 inclusive is less than the amount of incoming damage or the oxalt's health before the damage is dealt is less than 5 or 50% of its maximum health it plays dead oxalotls can leave the water and wander on about on land when an oxalotl leaves the water it wanders as far as 8 or 9 blocks beyond the water's edge before returning to the water as long as there is water at least 2 blocks deep within 16 blocks of the oxalotl. If two block deep water is outside this range, the oxalotl can wander off randomly on land in search of more deep water and die after 6,000 game ticks, or five minutes, exposure out of water. Oxalotls are not attracted to shallow, one block deep water. They require water to uh, be at least two blocks deep within 16 blocks to pathfind to the water. Oxalotls can die, also die out of water as passengers in a boat. Unlike fish, dolphins, and squid, oxalotls do not die on land in rain or in a thunderstorm. Unlike most mobs, oxalotls cannot be moved by flowing water. However, they are still affected by bubble columns. As aquatic mobs, they take extra damage from the impaling enchantment, uh, Java Edition only, until Java Edition combat tests, where that is a removed feature, I guess. Unlike aquatic mobs, they cause nearby pufferfish to inflate. Oxalotls picked up with a water bucket and respawn do not despawn. Oxalotls can be renamed by placing a bucket of oxalotl in an anvil, the same as if renaming any other item. Breeding! Adult oxalotls can be led and bred with buckets of tropical fish. After breeding, a baby oxalotl spawns and one to seven experience to get is gathered. The parents cannot breathe again the parents cannot be bred again for five minutes in Java edition or one minute in Bedrock edition. The baby oxalotl has a 1 in 1200 chance to be the rare blue variant, otherwise it enhanced the color of one parent at random. Babies follow adults and grow, into, and grow to adulthood in 20 minutes. Babies follow adults and grow into adulthood in 20 minutes. The growth of baby oxalotls can be accelerated using buckets of tropical fish. Each use reduces their remaining growing time by 10%. And then there are a bunch of different sounds for the oxalol, for Bedrock and Java. Uh, the identifier for Java Edition, it, the identifier is oxalotl, and the translation key is entity.minecraft.oxalotl. In Bedrock Edition, the identifier is oxalotl. The numeric ID is 130 or 130. And the translation key is entity.oxalotl.name. And then they have a bunch of they have a bunch of data values to them uh, for breeding and for uh, uh, lots of different stuff. Um, and then Bedrock Edition only has uh, the color data value, and so the pink one is zero, the cyan one is one, the gold one is two, the brown one is three, and the blue one is four. So if you want to summon an oxalotl, you use a command, you get, when you summon it, you give it the data value, color data value uh, of four, and that should spawn it in.
that's a blue one. Achievements for Bedrock Edition. The, the Healing Power of Friendship is the name of it. In-game description. Team up with an Oxalotl and win a fight. Actual requirements. Team up with an Oxalotl by killing the hostile aquatic mob while the Oxalotl is fighting it. They're not playing dead, so it can't be playing dead while doing this. Gamer score earned 30 gamer points, and for the PS4, the trophy type is silver, or PS4 and PS5. And then advancements for Java, uh, there's par- the parents and the bat, which bats, which is the breeding. Two by two, which is breeding all the animals. The cutest predator, which is catch an oxalotl in a bucket. The healing power of friendship, which is team up with an oxalotl and win a fight. And then the interesting thing is the is Java edition has the cutest predator, catch an oxalotl in a bucket. Uh, Bedrock edition doesn't have this. Um, the subset or the parent is tactical fishing. And it says use a water bucket on an oxalotl. Uh, that's the actual requirement. And then healing, the healing power of friendship, the Java edition version. Team up with an oxalotl and win a fight. It's underneath the cutest predator parent. Its parent is the cutest predator. Have the regeneration effect applied from assisting an oxalotl or it killing a mob. History, October 3rd, 2020. Oxalotls are announced at Minecraft Live 2020. They are shown to spawn in lush cave biomes. And then for Java Edition 1.17, snapshot 20W51A, they added oxalotls. And when an oxalotl is held with a lead on the ground, it begins walking at an exaggeratedly fast speed. And that was a bug, so they fixed that. Um, In snapshot 21W13A, they changed the textures of the oxalotls except for the brown one, uh, to be a bit different. I definitely see the difference in them. They're a bit more vibrant than newer textures that they changed. I say newer, it's been around for several years now. Um, oxal- and then oxalotls now spawn naturally in ca- underwater in caves. 21W18A, the Lucy texture has been changed from, uh, from, has been changed to remove the unused open mouth inside the texture. Oh yeah, they had an open mouth inside the Lucy or pink texture. Oxalotls now play dead only when in water. Uh, in or in 21W20A, oxalotls now play dead only when in water. Oxalotls can no longer be bred or be fed to tropical fish. Pre-release three oxalotls can now spawn only in total darkness and where there's where there's a block with base stone overworld. Blah blah blah. There's a lot of changes. I'm not going to read them all, but they were added. Basically, they were added in 1.17, 1.17.1, they stopped blue oxalotls from naturally spawning, so you'd have to breed them. In 1.18, they made it to where they would only spawn in lush caves. And in 1.19, oxalotls would start attacking tadpoles. In the release notes, Minecraft Launcher, instead of the Minecraft Launcher, there is an encrypted message using the font that, using the, co- the encrypted text that you see on enchanting tables which translates to, the oxalotls are not what they seem. Oh, the blue variant is a reference to Mudkip from Pokemon. That's cool. And if you haven't heard of Mudkip, he's a Pokemon. They don't actually look very similar. They're pretty different, but I mean, it's cool. Oh, because real oxalotls don't actually vocalize, the sounds of oxalotls were recorded from the incidental Hiccups and burps real oxalotls occasionally make when surfacing, as well as heavily edited dog sounds. 
that's cool it's always interesting how they change this how they get the sound access to the sounds so yeah that's the axolotl the next mob we will i will do in around in, in two episodes is the bat one of the most boring mobs in minecraft one question from Nightwing who says how many ouchies did you get at the end because you didn't say I don't know right now I'm pretty sure I know at least 80 but I'm pretty sure diversity 2 if you leave that branch and then rejoin or at least leave the world it doesn't save the leaderboard uh, so it doesn't save the ouchies because the ouchies are stored on the leaderboard but I will check and next episode if I do know what it is I will say what it is but I might not be able to figure out what it is just because of the way Minecraft leaderboards work. Um, but at least 80. So lots of ouchies. But I mean, there was how many? 10 dropper levels? 8? So I think pretty good, probably. Um, and that's, yeah, that's all the questions I have. Not a ton of questions. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and get on. Oh, one thing. You can actually, if you want to help choose what Minecraft Dungeons pet I use, tell me. Uh, you can contact me always to contact me which i will say at the end of the show but that will help determine what minecraft dungeons pet i will use because right now there's just two votes on the arctic fox and two votes on the fox that's it so if you would rather be a different pet go ahead and let me know uh by all the ways you can talk contact me so if you did enjoy this episode be sure to let me know bye Emailing me at redstoneweeklypodcast at gmail.com, voicemailing me at anchor.fm slash redstoneweekly slash message, reviewing me on iTunes slash Apple Podcast, responding to a Spotify question, or replying to a post on my blog. Um, you can visit my blog at podcastredstoneweekly.blogspot.com. That will bring you to my blog where I am working. I recently uh, went through and updated the episodes page. So there's three tabs. There's the home tab, episodes page tab, and Sites I'm On tab. And Sites I'm On uh, right now has three links, anchor.fm slash Weekly, flickr.com slash Weekly, and Planet Minecraft, which is where I post uh, any mods any slash texture packs that I'm working on, as I do want to become a programmer uh, when I'm an adult. So these are my basically like testing. So I have my Hidden Depths texture pack. I also have a couple Minecraft Illager skins that I've converted to player skins including the Pillager, Wandering Trader, and Vindicator. So you can get all those at my Planet Minecraft page. That is planetminecraft.com slash member slash crackle and I. Um, there's also other stuff on that blog, so I highly recommend that you check that out. You can also join my Minecraft server. Um, the Java one and Bedrock one are still on- offline at the time of this recording, though at the time at- that this is published, it the Bedrock one will probably be online, but the Java one I'm still working on fixing. Um, the address is redstoneweekly.dns.net, and the Java port is 25565, the Bedrock port is 19132. Though, you can just not specify the port because this port, uh, automatically, these are the default ports. Um, you can also check out my Flickr, flickr.com slash redstoneweekly, that's F-L-I-C-K-R dot com slash redstoneweekly, all one word. Uh, the Motorcast at anchor.fm slash the Motorcast. Uh, if you think that, if you like engines or know somebody who likes engines, be sure to point in that direction. We aren't publishing right now, but the episodes are still available. And all the links for stuff that I talked about in this pod, in this episode will be in the description. So, yeah, that's everything. I will see you next time for episode 35, where 
for episode 35, I will do more, more survival in my survival world. So, yeah, I'll see you next time for episode 35.